You ready? I'm ready. spiritual podcast station bringing you the uncut unblocked and unscripted this is the only place in the podcast universe giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side everything from a to z we are live right now in the 1831 studios my name is natia moore and i'm anthony flagging and this is pastor anthony said welcome everyone to this episode of pastor anthony said yes, we yes, are yes. here everybody. yes we're in the building how y'all doing today how is everyone doing how are you doing i'm doing good and yourself I'm doing all right. Good. I can't complain. I cannot complain. Let's go ahead and share. Um, come on in the room. Welcome Facebook. Soon to be Instagram. I've been saying there for a while, huh? Yeah. Time for, yeah. Time Instagram is. Yeah. Yeah. Got to go live on Instagram. Uh, but make sure you share Facebook, uh, YouTube. Make sure you share, like, comment, and subscribe. All of that. All of the above. I'm sharing right now. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. It's December, huh? Yes, already this December. It is. It is. It's, it's official. It's December. It is. It, it's. It's here. Yeah, it is. Welcome to December. Yep. It's already been a lot of birthdays. It's just like I didn't know all these people was. This is. I thought November was alive, but December is already in full effect. Today was my little nephew's birthday. Okay. Little Justin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Today. Okay. Great. Birthday, great, little, great. Okay. Good. How old, how old is he? He turned eight today. Hey. Hey. Happy birthday, Justin. Happy birthday, Justin. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, he yeah. is excited about his little. Birthday, birthday yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what did he get, you know? What did he get? Yeah. Um, I know he got some, he asked for some Jordans. Okay. Um, he wanted these $40 slippers. Okay. Um, and some little figurines and stuff like that. His birthday's so close to Christmas, so, mm-hmm. you know. But like I, I've said before, that the kids just, it's not that much that they kind of are asking for now. Right, right. They have everything. He has a little phone. He had, you know, airport. I mean, what, what do you... What else do you need, really? So, so, yeah. But, yeah, it was cool. He had a good, good little day, he said. Good, 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 good. He go to school? Yeah, he went to school. Mm-hmm. It's, like, exciting to go to school now on your birthday. It is? The little cupcakes and... For real? It's like a birthday party. What is? Yeah, I didn't I didn't want to go to school on my birthday. Um, I wanted to be off, out. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did, you, did your family ever bring cupcakes and stuff mm-mm, to the school? Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. No, not, not, not my family. You know, my family didn't either. Now that I think about it, no, it was none of that. Probably because my birthday is in June, though. Like it was oh, kind of yeah, in okay, that area. Okay, yeah, like yeah, wasn't yeah. really like that. But y'all didn't. Y'all didn't do that. No, but like y'all no, would do that. No, 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 no. So no. I would be bringing like cups, cakes, no. and decorations and stuff. No, if I do, do, I don't. If I did, if they did, I didn't. I don't remember. I don't recall that. I, I really don't. Um, okay. Let me think. So my birthday's in April. Yeah. And um. He's not doing spring break. No. Sometimes it is. Is it sometimes? Yeah, oh, sometimes yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Spring break. Um, nah, no, 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 no. Didn't do a whole lot of parties, anything like that. You know. A whole so, lot of birthday parties in general? Mm-mm. No, we didn't do a lot. Um, no. I'm, I'm, I'm going back preteen. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to go back in my brain. Yeah. Preteen. Um, no. It wasn't a lot. No, okay. <laughs> the best way I could no, and and and, and it's not like it's not like they didn't do anything for me. Right, I don't think you know, that they didn't do no, anything. Man, I'm they just... did a lot. For, they did a lot. It just wasn't. I don't. I don't. Remember, I, remember, I, remember, I don't. I so I do remember. My, I have a few cousins 
that are born around the same time. And um, I I do remember the um, the family throwing a party for all of us. Okay. And I do remember that. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, like, four and five cousins, our birthday's in April. Mm-hmm. And they said, hey, you know, we're going we're gonna to pick a day, you know, we're going to celebrate, mm-hmm. you know, all of their birthdays. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. But I, I ain't sad or mad or disappointed or nothing. I, no, yeah, I mean. I was good. And I don't think I asked so much either. For my, okay. Not on my birthday, I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I didn't ask so much on my birthday. I didn't like, hey, for my birthday, I want. Mm-hmm. And I still don't do that now. So, yeah, yeah. well, I do, I do it now, but I want big gifts. So I just okay. don't say anything. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's so that's why I okay. don't do it now, you know. But mm. that's it. But enough about that. Um, I'm not taking the energy from the babies born in December. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So happy birthday to all of y'all who, will, who are born, who uh, who was born in the month of December. Yes, if yes. Your birthday yes. is here, has gone, or your birthday is coming up. Yes. Uh, happy birthday to you. Yeah. End okay. of the year, babies. All of y'all. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brittany, yeah. happy birthday. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Brit, yeah, yep, yep, yep. Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. All these people in there. A lot of these. Quite, yeah, it's quite a few in here. It's quite a few. Yep, yep, yep. So happy birthday to you guys. <laughs> Big ups to all of y'all. Y'all something else. <laughs> y'all are something else. But I y'all, love you. I definitely love you. Y'all are something, something special. Yeah, yes, 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 Sheesh. yes. Something special. Yep. But um, yeah, they, 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 they are the um, these. Uh, never mind. They just, no, they just ahead. give it. No, no, no. I'm not gonna do that. You know, it's not right that yeah, you I do know. some it and does, you don't yeah, do yeah, others. Yeah, it's it's not right, but. You know, you gotta go. You gotta <laughs> go with the feel. Right, it's gotta go. You have to go with how you feel, and you got to go with with you know, and you got to let some things go, and so that's where I am with this. So happy birthday to you guys. Happy birthday, everyone. Yep. <laughs> For and the then, love of and, December. Then, and then moving on. So you do you do you, you do um New Year's resolutions? You do those things? Hmm, no, I'm not really. You don't do New Year's resolutions? No, not really. Not not, what about a plan for New Year's or yeah, something I do. you want to? You, you got a plan for the I next no, year? I normally try to plan for the upcoming year. Okay. So this year is the first year actually that I uh I plan on like setting aside time to pray for the for for what's coming. Okay. Um like normally I pray in the moment, you know what I mean, but right. I I've honestly never really uh pray for like to prepare for what's coming right next year. So, oh, okay. um that's what I plan on doing now. I don't have any like specific resolutions or anything. Right. There are some things I I want or expect to happen next year right. in general, but um, I kind of don't, I, I never really wrote it out. Like, like this has to happen by this specific time, like for next year, like for, from a December to January, from one year to the next. So not that big on that. Not that like that. Okay. I mean, you know, I have my goals, but I've never like made it a big right. New Year's resolution titled thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, um, I, I, I do have some, um, but I am, I am, uh, I do know that most of the things I have, I will not complete. So I do not get frustrated when I don't finish them. Uh-huh. And I do not get upset when, he, uh, when I don't start the things that I want to start because right. I just know life. But I believe it's good to say because it's good to put in the atmosphere. Uh-huh. And I do believe that it's good to, you know, just to keep it on your mind. So I do say next year I want to, next year we're going to, uh-huh. even though we don't do it, sometimes not, not even though we don't do it, sometimes uh, we don't do those things. Mm-hmm. You, know, it, 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 you know, we don't accomplish those things. Um, sometimes we do. Yeah. And so I am, I am with that, that, yeah. that 50-50 advantage, mm-hmm. or you, if you want to call it a disadvantage, I am with it because I'm also aware that things just come up. Oh, yeah. And life just be lifing. But yeah. that doesn't mean those things won't happen. No. Even if it's delayed, or well, you want to call it a delay. Um, yeah. But I will say that, you know, it's good to have them. 
Yeah. And um, I'm, I was always a proponent of planning. Yeah. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. Just because you have a plan, it doesn't mean it's going to work. Yeah. But your plan will keep you working. Okay, good. And that's my that's what I stand on. So I stand good. on that principle. So just have a plan. It may, your plan may not always work, mm-hmm. but you can guarantee if you're working on that plan, that plan will keep you working. Absolutely. And so, you know. And yeah. A lot of times I say, like, I, I want to at least start something by next year. You know okay. what I mean? Like, at least get get the foot in the door as to what it's going to be right. and not necessarily um because like you said some things is, i mean some things it just it just kind of it I, I wouldn't really necessarily call it a delay but like you said like it's just timing yeah. timing 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 so yeah so that's 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 what we have so let's pray because we know it's time father we thank you for what we're about to uh embark upon thank you for what we have thank you for what we're doing thank you for um allowing us to uh have a um, a special place in the hearts of your people and uh thank you because they have the special place in our hearts i pray that um there will be a meeting of the minds we will be able to speak words of knowledge uh words of uh understanding and you know words of counsel we give you praise glory and honor in jesus name amen Amen and amen. Amen. Good, 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 amen, good. Amen, amen. Good. So, what's on your mind today? Is there anything on? Anything no. going on? You've been thinking about? Honestly, no. No. You, the thing is, this. This is what I'm happy. That's this is what's happening to me. Go ahead. So, when I get off of work, mm-hmm. I'm I'm almost frozen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it take me a little bit of time to like really jump back into like it's almost like. I know my brain does not stop throughout the time that I'm working, but I I'm focused on so many things there that. I'm almost like frozen a little bit. Okay. So, no, so what right about now, the no. things that have been going on in the weekend? Uh, I can't. I can't really can't recall. No. Okay. Let's see. The, what was the weekend? Uh, um, I had dinner. You want to know how my weekend was? Uh-uh. What was your question? So my question is, what's on your mind today? You said right now. You said right you know because work. of work, work. Yeah. And I said, well, what about the weekend? What's been going on? Yeah. You know what really I'm saying? Really, just like I said, my main focus has just been my music. Right. Um, and. That's that's the big thing, but I can't really even process right now to tell you. Right. So I was I was thinking um so I was thinking about the podcast and uh-huh. I'm, I'm, three things I was thinking about. And number one, I was thinking about a lot of the uh, uh past tour and a lot of the people that we had on as guests. I think in the month of January, we should bring a lot of those guests who felt like they didn't get some things they wanted to say. They some some things they wanted to talk about and couldn't talk about or felt like they didn't have time to talk about or they felt like they was nervous. So one thing I was thinking about the this is. Tour? Past tour and uh, uh-huh. when we when we brought our guests in during the, uh, our interim period, okay. And so both we're gonna we're gonna sort of intermingle them together. We're intermingle, we're mingling and enters. Well, that's that's an oxymoron. So we're gonna sort of bring these bring these uh, these these two elements together here. Past tour and uh, past Anthony said, and just our normal guests of pastors and you know just just the people that was here during the interim period. And uh, we're gonna have a um, segment. Um, I don't know how long this is going to be, but it's going to be another segment called Unfinished Business. Okay. Unfinished, this, is, this was on my mind, and so I'm just, I didn't even tell T about okay. this. This is on my no mind. Idea. No idea. Nothing, nothing. So this is what I'm, you, you know, you just got to keep working. And so we're going to call it Unfinished Business. Okay. And so we're going to contact all our people back and said, hey, guess what? Anything that you wanted to say, you didn't say, you you, you know, you wanted to uh, convey, you felt like you mm-hmm. didn't, you didn't, you didn't say it the right way. Right. Like you were too nervous, um, something you left out. Hey, guess what? Unfinished Business. Okay. 
That's what we're going to title it, Unfinished Business. We're going to market it. We're going to put it out there, Unfinished Business. We're going to bring these guests back and let them, and let them. you know what I'm saying, continue to elaborate on what the, on the things that they have talked about. Okay. And then someone went back and saw themselves on the podcast uh-huh. and said, I would have done this. I should have done that. Yeah. I wanted to do this. I wanted to bring on somebody yeah. else with me. And so we're going to say, okay. All right, we got it. All right, we heard your request. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we heard business. your request. <laughs> and so we're going to call it Unfinished Business. It's going to be a segment. I would like to start this in the month of January. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfinished Business. Let's let's bring these people back on. Let's let's see what they got to say okay. and see, you know, what else they have to say. What else they have to say. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, And a lot of people were saying the same thing. I could have done. I should have done. Well, guess what? You have the opportunity to do it. So uh, put the word out, everybody. Pastor, my pastors, my friends, uh, family, uh, the members of the church, uh, all of you, you know, unfinished business. Let's okay. let's 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 uh, let's top the loose ends. Okay. <laughs> so is this open to to additional people, or is this just the people that came? Just though, just the people, just okay. the people, just the people that okay. came back. That's what we call it unfinished business. Okay. It's be just them, and so unfinished business. So hey, if you got some more to talk about, some things didn't happen in your life. Some things you wanted to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, some of the things you said that you were going to do and um, you probably have started doing those things. Now you want to talk about them. Unfinished business. So uh, we're going to do it. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Sounds like so It sounds like, sounds good, right? Sounds I like think, plan. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be better than the first. I, I do. Because people are going to so. be more prepared. They're going to be less nervous. They're not going to be knocking, hitting on the table. And <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to hit on the table. Yeah, oh, man. I think, I think, I think that's that, a natural thing. I think does. they're going to be, I think they're <laughs> going to be so, I, I would love to see, I love to see the uh, increase, uh, when I won't call it an increase, but the growth of people. I call it that. I'll use the word growth. I like seeing people grow. I like people see, I like to see people say they were going to do something. And then when you see them at some point in their life, they're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like to see word become manifest and become flesh. Mm-hmm. You know, I love it. So, you know, let, let, let's see what we got going on. So to all the family, friends, businesses, pastors, elders, reverends, uh, bishops, <laughs> whoever you are in the body of Christ. Uh, yes. Unfinished business. Okay. Yes. January. So we're going to call you. So look for a phone call, you know, or contact us. You know what I'm saying? Contact us. You got our cell phone numbers. Um, you, you got the, the website, you know, the address and all that good stuff unfinished business so that's what we're gonna do you know and i think that'd be a good way to bring the new year in i also want to bring the new year with some pastors so them pastor okay because i would love to hear some prophetic voices and i would love to hear what people say the new year will be what is the lord speaking to them concerning the new year Um, what is the lord saying in this hour what is the lord saying to his people what do they feel what they sense Mm -hmm. you know where are we going um in, in during this time so I'm really interested in this, you know. Okay. I'm, I'm really interested in seeing what's going to happen, and uh, we're gonna move forward. Okay. That's that, yeah. So that should be great. Oh man, we're gonna do it. It was it was a blast. Yeah, it was. I had we had fun. We had a whole lot of fun. Whole lot of fun. Whole lot of fun. Ten weeks straight. Ten weeks straight. Yes, <laughs> we, it, it was beautiful. Yes. And so that's what we're gonna do. So hopefully we get another 10, 12 weeks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let them come in. Let them talk. And you know what I'm saying? You know, let's reason together. Yeah. You know and um. And it will yeah. be inter- it, interesting to see the the difference in that time into this time. Oh yeah, what, yeah, yeah, what yeah, has yeah. changed. And exactly. What, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so that's it. So when 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 I'm bringing in the new year, um my my cup runs over. My plate is full. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to add anything to my plate. 
I just want to complete the things I'm doing. Okay. I just want to finish what's on my plate. Even if um, I just and 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 I want to get to the point where I can uh, sort of get a handle on it. Mm. Um, sometimes um, I was telling somebody yesterday, there are some people who are bigger than their environment. There are a lot of people who are bigger than their environment. There are ministers right now who have a ministry that seems greater than their church. I know a lot of local pastors like that. I know a lot of local pastors who have a global ministry within themselves, but they have a local church. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, that we, when it comes down to them as a pastor, as a personality, a bishop or, you know, whatever they are, whoever they are in the gospel, um, it, it's, it's, it, it, their, their, their influence goes far beyond their, 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 their personal ministry or their local assembly. Outside of church, it's like magnetic. It's 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 magnified. It's it's uh, glorious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you come in church, it feels laborious. You know, wow. if it, yes, it feels like it's a work. It's a stress. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You walk outside your door, you get invited to somebody else's church, and thousands show up. You walk into your own temple, and you know you barely what get a hundred. You know that that is you know that is so that we use the term a prophet not received in his own house. We use that, but that's not for that. You know, we we, we, we we don't know how to um, we don't know how to use scriptures. So we use scriptures out of context. Okay. But that's not that. But there are some people whose local assembly um, just impact a few and they attract a few in their local setting. Jesus mm-hmm. had the same thing. His local setting was just 12. But he could actually garner the uh, he can garner a crowd, of course, of thousands. So he had the same he had the same ministry. You know what I'm saying? So his his actual, if he had a church, it'd be a church of 12 or 72. Either one. That's it. You know? Mm-hmm. But globally, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Outside, um, who else got that? Um, I, I, quite a few preachers and ministers. Louis Farrakhan. Okay. Louis Farrakhan, his building is right in Chicago. It it, it it seats a few hundred, but mm-hmm. it's not the mega thing, the mega church you would see, you know. But when he right. go out to speak, right. thousands he can fill an arena, yeah, if he wanted to. Wow, arenas, yeah, but his local assembly, mm. you know what I'm saying? His place, mm-hmm. a few hundred. Who else? Rainbow Push. Okay, uh, who's Rainbow Push? What's his name? Come on, y'all, help me. Who's Rainbow Push, y'all? Who help me? Uh, uh, Pat, Pat, Google University. He's there. I should get, I, I should get knocked out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Why you say it like that, Ted? No, no reason. Oh, all right, all right, all right. You're saying it like that because you don't know, but you wouldn't know if I say it. Jesse Jackson. Oh. Jesse Jackson, the pastor of Rainbow Push. Okay. And so, uh, uh, and that right there, that, y'all should see his service. Y'all, well, he's not preaching anymore. I don't think he's ministering anymore. But when he was preaching, his service used to come on, on, uh, on Saturdays. Very few people. I mean, very, sometimes you look at a temple, it'd have me about 150. This is Jesse Jackson. Mm. Jesse Jackson. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. sing some. They, they, they come on and the, and the choir is singing some. You know, we think, we think they would sing praise and worship songs. Mm-hmm. Nah, they, 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 their choir sing songs like from um, Stevie Wonder. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that be that's the that wow. <laughs> Yeah, Rainbow Push. Yep. And it'll be a Stevie Wonder song. You okay. know what I'm saying? And so um, But not many people. No, no. You look you think it would be more than that. You look in the wise, you know what I'm saying? So Louis Farrakhan. Interesting. Uh, Jesse Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Quite a quite a, so you know quite a few people deal with that their 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 personal ministries in terms of their personality mm-hmm. is global it's large it's 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 huge it's mega right. but when you come down to their local assemblies at home mm-hmm. it's a handful 
Wow. You know, it's a handful. You know what I'm saying? And so it's different. Mm. It's different. And when you when you have those kinds of people, I believe at some point you deal with that, you know, that you you deal with that, I guess, that conundrum, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? You try to put together the difference and try to wonder why mm-hmm. is my ministry like this out here. Then you know what I'm saying? Right, right. It's like that. It's looking like, you know what I'm saying? You try to deal with it. But, you know, at some point you get comfortable and realize this is who I am. And this is who I, this is who I am for, and you know, be impactful and grateful for what the Lord has given you. Wow! And that's Do you that. think the average leader says has that conversation with themselves, like, okay, oh I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, accepted yeah. that, yeah, yeah, you were not no. accepted, but this is this is these are the the the, the 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 um, the older leader does the more mature leader. Okay, yes, the mature leader looks at it. You know, you know, young people, young leaders, um, they're full of ambition. I'm not saying the elders are not. But when you get to a certain place, when you're saying, God, you use me and I'm just going to be, I just want to be, uh, I just want to have an impact and I want to be effective. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's pretty much where it is. You right. get, so, yeah, I think they have that conversation with themselves. So, go ahead. You got something? So, there are some people who have to grow. So there are some people who are bigger than their environment. And then there are some people who have to grow into their environments. So, there are some people right now who are bigger than where they are. They just, they just you know. But then there are some people when God give them something shoes that are too big and they have to grow into their shoes mm. you got to understand where you are in ministry and who you are and how the lord is dealing with you mm. you have to understand it and if you don't understand it what you'll do is you'll look at somebody else's life mm-hmm. and then say hey what's going on with mine's mm-hmm. and so sure. yeah it's, it's it's different and you know uh, I, I always say that um uh martin Luther king one of the greatest preachers in the 20th century you know at his at his apex he only had 450 members mm. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Get hundreds of thousands to follow them. You know, yeah. Louis Farrakhan, a million, man, march. Mm. So you get hundreds of thousands to follow you. Mm-hmm. To, to, you know, to hear every word you say that would that would follow you. That will, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If need be, they will start a war. Yeah. Historical you figure. Know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At, the, at, at your call. Mm-hmm. You know, they take a bullet for you. But when you come home, it's just a fear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's something. Yeah, so, yeah, so. It is what it is. Wow. Yeah. Well. Even, I don't know. Go ahead. It's like um, those things are so, I don't know, it just seems hard to, I mean, if you don't have a, a leader that's guiding you or you don't, you know what I mean? If you don't, if you don't get that lesson, that's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow sometimes because, you know, again, we kind of put in a position to compare ourselves, unfortunately, to what we see, you know, what we what was our example or, you know, this, you know, it's just, it's just kind of a thing. So it just is a, it's kind of a hard pill to swallow. It is. I think so. I mean, I have a leader clearly that has taught that, but no, like, I mean, if, if if there's no other standard or example, you, to a certain extent, I think it's kind of common to, um, you know, to see someone that you maybe look up to, whatever you see they're following. Obviously, if they've been doing it for 50 years and you just started like a year, I mean, there's a difference. But, yeah, I think I think it's a thing that people kind of compare to a certain extent with their, their like, personal goals and things right. like that. Right, and then And so. then, okay, and then there are some pastors who got a whole lot of members, you know, in their local assembly, but have no global reach. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Outside yeah. their local assembly, you don't even know their name. Yeah. 
You don't even know. You know you what won't. I'm saying? You won't. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You know you're coming. You coming to that that ministry, and and it's not a good or bad or yeah. Bad. It's just it's a, nothing. It's, it's just what it, what is. it is. It's just what it is. It's exactly what it is. So some people right now, you go to the church, you'll see them walking down the street like oh. But then you go in that church, you're like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come to my office. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. wow. Come to the you know, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're looking like, man. And But outside of this, outside of that, you, you know, there is, they hardly have no, um, no, no, no global international influence. Mm. And so... It, it is what it is. So God has us where he wants us. I do believe that if we stop comparing ourselves and competing, um, some competition is good, of course, mm-hmm. but if you stop comparing yourselves, yeah. um, I, de- I do believe that uh, we'll be okay. But God deal with all of us in a different way. Yeah, he does. Yeah, so yeah, that, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. But it got to be, it has to be something, you know, to walk outside and see all that and walk in and like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then for some people, when you're outside and you're being pulled on like that and all that energy, sometimes it's good to come home and just, you know, I got my fish. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because with all that stuff comes out, comes it, it, a lot comes with that. I guess it's kind of humbling too. It is humbling. Yeah. It is very. I believe it's humbling. I believe it's humbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's where we are. So right. back to the plan. To the plan. My plate is full. Unfinished. Oh, I want. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah, do that. So my plate is full. <laughs> And since my plate is full, I just want to complete everything that's on my plate. Um, so God has given me. So where am I? I make those two comparisons because what? Where am I? And I am on a place where God has given me an environment that I have to fill. So He's given me a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I have to, you know, shoes that are too big for me, mm-hmm. you know, to walk in. And I have to start filling this. And so I have to grow into, you know, what the Lord has given me. And I am learning to do that. And so with that being said, I don't have time to get involved with a lot of other things that really doesn't matter. You mean like new new projects or you, what you mean? <laughs> My, I got projects five I know, years ago. I know, I know, I know you That's did. why I said I gotta finish these. Okay. You know what I'm Before saying? Before you add anything new? Yeah. I don't okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And then if something new comes up, life just come up. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, creative people always stepping into something. Yeah. Which is probably one of the reasons why a lot of us don't get anything done. It's because that, hey, we, we, we didn't finish anything, uh, unfinished business, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't finish um, we didn't finish what we wanted to do, what we were supposed to do, because we picked something else that seemed to be, you know what I'm saying, that new shiny object yeah. or that new toy or something like that or that new venture. Now, that new, I, I have learned that every new opportunity is not a good one. Mm-hmm. And I used to take all opportunities. Mm. I've learned not to take them, even when they are, even when they are sort of late, when they laid at my feet. I'm learning to say no, and I'm learning to say no is because it is now taking me. It I can do it, but I realize that I don't have the time to, right? Because I have so many other things to do. Mm-hmm. Now, certain things that I certain y'all have to know the dip. You got to know now because certain opportunities can help you complete some of the stuff that yeah, you need. True. You know what I'm saying? And you just got to, <clears throat> excuse me, but you have to know the difference. Yeah. You have to know, will this help me? Will this relationship, partnership, business, business idea, business venture, will this help me to fulfill some of the things that I need to fulfill in my life? Or will this take me away from those things? Yeah. And in that sense, if it's going to take you away from them, you, 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 you got to kind of say no, even if it looks, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's going to work, you know? Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, important to use um, priorities, 
prioritization. Uh-huh. We use it. I mean, we use that every day. I mean, in my on my in my field, in regards to just what is the most significant. What is what is what is the priority at that moment? Right. So if a new situation came up or a new venture, a new project, like you said, if it's helpful, that's great. But really, like prioritizing uh, your time and and the significance of the pro- whichever project you're going to, I guess, go with, uh-huh. if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, so, I, and I don't know if that's a, I don't know if that's a thing for people, like proper prioritization. Mm. Um, like sometimes people, I'll use myself. Um, I can only use it, I guess, in our field for right now to just use an example. Of course, if it's an emergency, you're going to go with where the emergency is, but. Like, I don't know. I think that people kind of just don't really know how to place things in its proper place, if that makes sense. I, you said yourself, then you with the people. I know. I, know, I always do that. I, I don't know why. I'm just looking because at I don't, I don't know. I, don't know what I can't help it. All right. I so, because what I want to use it for is for work. And it's kind of like, you know, like emergency situation, but it's, it's kind of just, I can't help it. I can't help it. I, I can't help it. I can't use people as an example. You know, we had this conversation two weeks ago. I know. We it just, wasn't two oh, weeks ago. It was like a couple months ago. We had a conversation two weeks ago. And I was saying, why do you always bring I up people? I like, that. how many people do you know? I mean, I know quite a few people. You do? And yeah. you're speaking for all of them? I mean, I work with a lot of them. But you know? are you speaking for them? I'm really talking about, I guess, the population I'm working with. Because now I'm talking about prioritization. So... I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. So you're not doing that to run from answering the question. Not necessarily. I think what happens is sometimes when I talk, I can't necessarily recall a particular situation. So I use people and then it brings back, brings to my memory uh, what happened with me. Got it. Yeah, I think okay. it's kind of like that. Uh, well, yeah, no, I don't do. mind talking about it. Okay. I just can't think of it. Okay. I, 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 so and when you, when you prioritize, yeah. when I'm prioritizing something, um, I know people always say that um, you make time for what you want. That's what they say. You make time. You know, if you want it, you make time mm-hmm. for it. I, I, I believe it. Okay. I believe people make time for the things they want to do. Okay. Um, yes. Even if it's um, even if it's of a even if it's detrimental, or even if it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They make time for the things they want to do, and so um, I even though okay, go well, even though what? No, nothing. Good. Okay. And so they make they make time for the things that um, they want to do. So I do believe that I make time for the things that I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I make time for those things. What I don't, what I, what I have struggled with in 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 prioritizing, and I am learning to uh, to handle myself in a better way now to get a handle on it. What I uh, struggle in prioritizing is over preparing for something. And so I over prepare for it, and especially um, the preach word. Okay. And so I over prepare for a preach word, and so and um, and st- teaching and studying, and oftentimes I do not give my ministry, uh, my personal ministry, as it regards to preaching and teaching. I do not give enough. Of course, I don't tell anybody, but I do not give my teaching enough time to n- enough. I don't give my teaching the the the. The feel, the the awareness, the the opportunity to produce ebbs and flows, to produce the heaviness of the word, and sometimes the 
the sort of surface things of the gospel. And just because the people can eat meat, this is not all this does not mean that you can't also give them milk. What we do is we say the words and you know what I'm saying, babes um take the milk or the word, but those who are more uh advanced, they eat the meat. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. However, if I'm only eating meat mm-hmm. without giving any milk, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It does mess up the digestive system. Definitely. And so now I am now like studying and studying and studying to present this heavy word, heavy word, heavy word. And then I hear people say stuff like this. You giving me this, I haven't processed last week. Yeah. You just, you, it's almost like you're, pile, you're piling the information <laughs> on. And we have not properly sifted through what we've already heard. Mm-hmm. Considering that some of the things, not everything, but some of the things you preach is sort of unorthodox. And may seem, you know what I'm saying, especially yeah. to the, what's well, it a new believer, they can still understand it. But to the pe- people that were raised a certain way, when you say certain things, it's like, wait a minute now. Because I've been hearing it this way all my life. You come saying something different showing it to me so i have to wrestle with uh-huh. you know what i'm saying so i i you know i have yeah. to wrestle with that so some people do have to wrestle with that yeah. and i like have to information learn information overload i guess for some people information overload yes and so now i have to learn that every wednesday bible class doesn't have to be a deep bible class it doesn't have to be something that's you know what i'm saying all of my thought provoking but some of them have to be you know what it has to be easy it has to be, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. Blessed, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every word that Christ gave was not no heavy word. Now, theology does all those things and make it heavy and deep and getting all into those things. You know what I'm saying? And theology is a new concept. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There is no such word as theology in the Bible days. Mm-hmm. The, the theology is a new concept. In fact, the word, the term theology um, didn't exist until like the mid-14th century. So you're talking about the 1300s. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you're talking about about 700 years ago? Wow. That's it. Mm. So the word theology, the word theology, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So but when you're preparing, you're not like, this is, I'm making this deep. You know what I'm saying? I don't think, do you, like, you don't you don't have a particular, like, like what you're giving is just what you're so giving. So here's the deal. I know, here's the deal. I've been doing it since I've been preaching since I was 12. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the surface things that I minister to and just certain things that I say that are that seem to be, um, uh, to me, uh, mundane becomes bored. And I look at it and say, well, I already know this, so I'm not going to say it. But sometimes you need to say Jesus loves you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you need to keep it right there. And some, and, and, and that's what works. I recognize that on the day, I, I've been, I, I recognized a few months ago. And if y'all can hear the teaching now, it's not just full of weighty uh, statements and principles. You know, some, some, sometimes I throw a weighty one in there, but now I am, I am, I am, I am, um, what's the word I want to use? I am, no, 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 no. I am, um, I am. I am sincere, I am, I am honest, and I am proactive as it pertains to what I give because I do not want to um, give anything that may be too heavy for the people over and over and over and over and over again. So now I, I know, I am, put it this word, I am strategic okay. about how I give the word right now because I've seen the people like, wow, that was good. But then you say, but I couldn't apply last week's word. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I can actually teach one week, don't move. And, 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 and teach, be still with depth. And then the next week I can teach, let's start moving. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
I did it Sunday. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Now, this don't sound like what we just heard. Yeah. Now, you know what I'm saying? One week he's saying, don't move. And next week he's saying, be still. I mean, don't move. And next week he's saying, let's go for it. Yeah. And the week after that, so which one do I, you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How do I handle it? What do I do? And did you, did you change? Like, no, I didn't change. Mm -hmm. It's all truth. It's how you apply it. Right. Because at times you need to know the information. You need to know. That time. Yes, you need to know and specific to your situation. Mm -hmm. Because you may be in a situation where you need to really step out and do it. Right. But some situations you need to look at and you need to count the cost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's it. And Jesus said both of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Jesus said, take no thought for tomorrow. Would you to eat? Where? You know, blah, 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 blah. And then you get to another scripture. Jesus said, hey, count the cost. Make sure before you go into a, he said, no king goes into a war. And realizes that he has, you know, the other army and the other king, king has more soldiers than he has. He has to count the cost or yeah. else his whole army will be destroyed mm -hmm. and his kingdom will be overtaken. Yeah. So at some point you got to count the cost. And the Bible also says no carpenter ever goes into a building and not know how much it costs because he leaves the building undone. So you can't look at it something like, wow, we're going to build this with nothing. <laughs> mm -hmm. I believe God. We just want to do it. God said, let's build it. Let's build it. God, there's some scriptures that says count the cost. Mm. And there's some scriptures that say, you know what? Throw caution into the wind. Right. And step out. Right. And believe. So how would you know which one? So preach both of them. And then give people the wisdom mm -hmm. to know the difference right. and know when to make that. When to make that move. That, the move, that move and that decision. So, yes, I preach both. So if you preach one real deep, yeah. people are like, you know what? It's time for me to move. Let's go. And then the next week you come along and say, be still. And you're like, wait a minute. Now, which one do I? And that's why I am strategic about how I preach now because yeah. I'm noticing this. Mm. That's it. And, and what's been the response? What would you say? Do you, would you say that people are now inclined to to understand that, that, that I guess, fluidity in, in the word? Because um, people are... Anyway, yeah. Well, well, well. Okay, so do you in that moment you have to teach patience, uh -huh. and you know I taught everybody got to wait. Uh -huh. Remember, I, I that's the first uh, thing I preach when I talk about the faith series. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about faith, and my first sermon, my first words, y'all got to hear the faith series. Yeah. Is everybody have to wait? That, that's what I, that's what we all got to wait. And they're like, um, this is how we're going to start it. I'm like, yeah, this is how we're going to start it. Wait. And um, I, I use the, uh, I use the scripture in the book of Genesis mm -hmm. where in creation, man had to wait. He was, yeah. he was created last. Yes, yeah. So God made everything else, then made man. Yes. So even in the creation process, you were already in the plan, but you had to wait till the last day. Mm -hmm. Day six is when he made us. Yeah. But why are we waiting is the question. What are you waiting on? Mm -hmm. These are the questions. What is waiting? Mm -hmm. These are the questions. Right. Because if you don't know what it is, waiting can feel like boredom. Yeah. And then waiting can also feel like God forgot you. Mm -hmm. Waiting could feel like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It could Waiting could also feel like you're stuck. Yeah. And truth be told, I had to teach that God is preparing what you need for the journey. Yes. And so while you are waiting, prepare yourself. And that's what it means. That's what it is. Being patient and waiting is not waiting on God to move. Being patient is waiting is knowing when to make the right move. Mm -hmm. It's knowing when to move. Right. 
And that's what it's really about. And so when I learned this, I, I applied it to my teaching. I applied it to my preaching. And then I'm able to stop and say, wait a minute, let's not give a heavy word today. You know, a weighty word. Let's stop and just give a testimony. So about four, four weeks ago, I stood up and had a word. And I said to the church, I was coming out of the barber shop and a mentally challenged person said, can I pray for you? And it shocked me. It shocked me so much that I wrote down the prayer while they was talking. Mm. And their words were a little bit slurred. They couldn't say it right. And I've never, knew, I've never known this person. I was coming out of the barber shop. Mm-hmm. And they just said, can I pray for you? So my first mind was, where, you know, where, where's the house manager or where's the person? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah that was my, like, is they, are they lost? You know, you know what I'm saying? Well, why are they out here by themselves? And so I'm looking around, like, and they said, can, can, I, can I pray for you? And they prayed for me. I wrote down the prayer. All I did was repeated that prayer to the church. And the house went off. Yes. Yes. Something about, and the beauty of learning is talking about what you've been through. Because when you talk about what you've been through, what that does is paint a picture in somebody's mind. That's the stories. That's what we have the Bible. When we have the Bible, you have stories. But something about these stories, these stories allow you to paint the picture in your mind. That also produces a level of faith. So what these stories does is bring you to a place when you can imagine these things happening. And then in those sense, you fall into the spirit of praise because you can imagine what happened. And that's why we tell the stories. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Bible is a story form. Um, God is not an object. Y'all think he's a man in the sky. God is a subject. Mm. You talk about him, he shows up. And so if you objectively talk about this subject, oh, my God, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so some people got God as this dude in the sky or there's somebody else over here or there's something else over there. We got him as an object, mm-hmm. you know, so even if he's an object of our affection. But he's more of a subject. In the beginning was the word, the logos. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the word was with God. God starts speaking first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's what it is. That's who he is. Um, and... um. I, when I said that, when I repeated the, when I re- recited the prayer that that person prayed, it, the church went off. We couldn't even preach that Sunday. I couldn't preach, and I realized, I realized, it's 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 not always the depth of what you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always in that. Sometimes it's in what you can, mm. and you got to trust that. Yeah. Um, I can keep on going further. You got something to say? Well, I have. That wasn't my question, but go yeah, go for it because we we're, we're there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So and um and and you 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 had a question? Yeah, I asked the question. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. What was the question? The question was, I mean, I don't want you to stay up. This is yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, what was the question? The question was, how did how do you deal with the how do you have people been dealing with the response of? The messages that maybe wait one week yeah, and yeah, the yeah. other week is this. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, how it, do they? How what has been their response? And right, and yeah. the and the, but this is their response. What's their response? This is what I just told you. The response is even when it's not in depth and it's not heavy, when I can give something light and simple, they broke out in the praise. 
personally, how people personally respond to what I preach in the ministry and what okay. I'm saying. My thing is, how do you respond to me as opposed to, see, one thing, say, how do people respond to the word? It's not how, go ahead, or my preaching. No, not your preaching, just with this, with this particular series and how flexible you are uh-huh. and how one week it could be this, yeah. you have to use it for um, that time and or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. I understand that, and a lot of people but, do. But for those who have a hard time with being able to switch, like turn and be able to properly apply, I guess apply, right. like, okay, this, this, this week is waiting and this week is go. Because right. some people typically uh, cannot do that. Like right. the word is wait, so we wait in the season. Right. You know, and you, it could change next week. So my question was just how do people respond to that particular change? How Okay, how so when you been, say respond, how do they respond to the preacher? How have they, they been responding? Yeah, to, to the, me. Yeah, to what to what you're giving. Have you got any response? Oh, see that's the point. With the, and that's with and, the, and that's what the, and that's the beauty of it. That's what I was trying to say. I don't have that no more. Don't I don't it. have people not calling me no more saying Okay. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. Okay. Now you can go ahead and apply it. Now they're living it because they're not calling me after I preach saying, what was that again? Uh-huh. How do, I'm not getting those phone calls. So what's the response? The response is they are able to apply it. How do I know? They're not calling me asking me to reiterate what I said on Sunday. And you can do this in a small church, by the way, when you know your pastor. Okay. And when you know your pastor in a smaller church, they say, I didn't understand it. Can you reiterate it? So I got to go through a whole week reiterating to 12 different people out, out of 35, 40, and 50 mm-hmm. what I said on Sunday. Now I'm not getting those phone calls anymore because the people are able to digest it. And that's the response. The response is no response, which is a beautiful response. Hence okay. the praise. Because I didn't give anything deep that day, but they were able to process it and be, and, and it sort of released them so they can understand it. Now, I could have given a, a word that was in-depth, heavy, and I had one. I actually had a word that was, that was heavy, um, full of truth, you know what I'm saying, full of heavy knowledge and all those things like that, what I call heavy. It might not be heavy for somebody else. But what would have been the response? That's good. Okay. I got to process it. And that is usually the response. Okay. So now I'm not getting any, getting any responses okay. at all. And so that's what it is. And so, um, but yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, so, so when God, so when you think something is necessary for the people, God says, no, 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 no. It may be something different. So back to what I was saying, another person was uh, Donnie McClurkin. Don McClurkin, when he, um, the, the album, We Fall Down But We Get Up, and the uh-huh. same, okay, good. He had a song, he had a couple of songs on that album that he thought was going to be a hit. Like, this is going to be the hit. This is going to be the banger. This is going to get him right here. Uh-huh. And he said he put a lot into that song. And he said that wasn't the song that did it. It was another song that everybody gravitated towards that he actually felt like was nothing. He said, I felt like that song didn't minister to nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, I just threw it out there. He said, that was kind of a song. I just wanted to feel, um, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to feel my record right. because I was supposed to give 10 or 11 songs. It's the one I really didn't put much, uh, much emphasis on. It's the one I didn't put much time into was the, one, was the song that actually brought me the most fame. Yeah, that's typically how it is. So, but that's ahead. not the response I'm talking about either. No, I, that's oh, okay. what I'm saying. Okay, okay. But listen to what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Oh, okay. But listen, you asked about the response of the people. When is, how do people respond when it's something deep? 
No, oh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Go I'm ahead. just asking how have you found that there's a difference between people having to be able to accept a weight message and the next week accept a goal message? Okay, you didn't ask that. That, that. that is what I asked. No. I asked what is the what has been the response of people in regards to that? I thought it was, I not thought we were talking about a heavier word and a lighter word. No, I didn't tell me we were talking about weight and going. We went into that, but before we went there, I asked. That. Okay, Gordon. Let's let us let us okay. answer this question. Okay. So we're talking about waiting and going. Yes. And having and and people not being and people doing what again? How do how are people processing the the swiftness in the word? I don't know because I don't get the call. Okay. So that that was therefore, and I think I answered that too. You just See? said that, but you still weren't. You were still answering it. Yeah. In regards in, to, to the way of it, the about. weight of yeah. it. Okay. Good. Yeah. So I'm not getting a phone call. The okay. reason I'm not getting a phone call is because. It's not a problem for people. They're processing that well. They can process it well. And now it's like, okay, so in one week it's wait, and another week it's go. One week it's staying still, and another week it's fly high. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. One week is give, and another week it's receive. Right. And if you, te- if you give people all these dynamics – and then teach them how to apply those things, they won't find those things contradictory. And the Bible seems to be of contradiction, but it's not of contradiction. There's a whole lot in the Bible because there's a whole lot to us. And so, like I said, sometimes Jesus said, you know what I'm saying? Back to what I was saying. Sometimes Jesus said, count the cost, you know? And then sometimes Jesus said, you know what? Throw caution to the wind and step out and believe. Uh, move a mountain. You know what I'm saying? Just have faith in me. And you can speak to this mountain. Believe it. Go after it. You know what I'm saying? And you have to know where you are as a believer. So in my teaching today, I am learning that people are at different places in their lives. Giving the, not picking at the word, but giving the full, I guess, the whole loaf is giving the people the ability to see where they are and to pray about what they need to do opposed to the pastor telling them what they should do. So now instead of saying this week do this, saying, hey, there are times when you have to do this and there are times when you have to do that. Well, let me give you the this and the that. You go pray about it. And when you're praying about it, you'll become a more mature believer because you'll know how to respond and how to conduct yourselves in the matter of in the matter that is uh, necessary for your life. And so that's why I do it. That this is what I'm starting to do today. Okay. This is what I'm starting to do. Okay. So, that on you for a second while I do this. Okay. Yeah. So 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 and so um and so uh. With 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 that being said, people now can now, people now don't have to um, pick through the word. They don't have to, you know what I'm saying. They don't have to pick at the word. They can now stand on the truth of God's word. And when they stand on the truth of God's word, it makes them a more to a believer because they now have to stand. And and in standing, they have to know that it is God that's leading me. And now they have to build a a stronger prayer life. And the reason they have to build a stronger prayer life is because they will say, God, now where am I and what do I need to do? I know how to move and I know how to be still. I know how to be patient and I know how to go after it. I know how to take my hands off of it and I know how to actually place my hands on it. I know how to do those things because the minister have actually given me both sides. 
And so that's where I am right now. I think people just get upset. I think people, when they people sort of just, and I think I said, I think we said this, somebody, if I didn't say it, I think it was another pastor that said it. Another pastor said it. And he said, the problem is that people want the pastor to do everything and to say everything for their lives. And he can't or she can't. So now it's like, so what do I do? Because seven days ago you said be still. Today you're saying let's go forward. Uh-huh. So now what do I do? Because I don't know what to do. At that point you tell the believer, now you got to pray about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to pray. Yeah. So preaching like this makes the believer a stronger believer. Because that means that I am not hanging on the coattail of the leader. Mm-hmm. I think people just are looking for concrete, this concrete word that is just lasting instead of the freedom to be able to apply those different things like per the situation or how they, like I think people just like look for this concrete word that just is lasting and that's Meaning? it. Like it's, it's, it's solid. Like not that the words that's coming forth are not solid, but something that they can apply just even though if you understand this word, you can clearly apply it to every situation and make it work for you. But I think that people are at times looking for this just standing word that they can just apply. Okay, wait. So I'm a just I'm just gonna wait. And that's just it. Or I'm just gonna I'm gonna go forward in everything. I'm I'm in and it turns into impulsive impulsivity. Like I think that people just are looking for this concrete, nothing nothing movable. So what about you? Nothing changeable. Um I I love that I can apply things in its timing, like when it's necessary for my life. Initially, I was one of I definitely was someone who thought um, to a certain extent, like okay, this this is this is concrete, this is lasting, this is this is my this is my word. Period. And some words are like for life, but there's some words. Uh, most of the words for me are interchangeable, depending on the situation. So I'm flexible and I'm fluid in that, but I do realize that that would seem like another hard pill to swallow with uh, wanting something that's that's lasting, if that makes sense. I don't know. Okay. So, but I'm asking you're, 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 you're still <laughs> speaking, because you're still speaking for people. You are too. Everything you said was for speaking Think, I, for people. When I speak I'm, for people, it's yeah, a problem. Yeah, but I'm, it wasn't a problem. When you speak for people, it's, it's no, no, not it's a problem. Not, no, it's not a problem. Tim. It's every time I mention people, it's a problem. But yeah, be, you mention pro- people the whole time, and it's, a, it's, a, it's not a because problem. You, because I'm so. the one preaching to them. Okay. But see, you are. I'm not working with them. No, 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 no. See, see, you observing from the, from the, see, and you talk about church. You observing, see, you're observing from the people. I am speaking to the people. That's fine. So wait, wait, wait. wait the finish. example I used when I was talking about people you're was people so, I, I I directly worked work with. with. Okay, well. all right. Listen, to what I'm saying. So you announce. So let them speak for themselves. I can speak because I am actually speaking to them, and you ask me a question, and the question you asked me was, "How do they respond to you?" You specifically asked me that question. No, you I did? okay? And I how gave are they responding to this to me word? to this word? So yes. you asked me that. Yes. So that's the only reason I brought them up. Yes. I wasn't speaking for them. I was answering your question. Uh-huh. Okay, could you but ask me that no, question? No, you have been speaking for people. Listen to what I'm saying. And everything else that you said. But you, I'm asking you how do you... you, you, you I answered you, it. Okay, so now you are able to be flexible 
into in, in the word that you've given. So how do you handle that word is my question to you. Yes, you're able to be flexible. And how do you know when to move and when not mean, to move? How do I handle how it? How do you handle it? So when it's, when it's, cause when it's you, uh-huh. you said you can be flexible. So how do you handle a word when you, when you hear a word that says, when the Lord says, you know, when the word comes forth and says, it's time to move. Mm-hmm. And then the next week, the Lord, the word comes forth and say, be still. How do you process that word? Um, I mean, I have my own, uh, like, prayer response. In that conversation, I'm asking questions. So if I hear that, I'm like, I'm asking specifics. When? What time? Where? Is it? Is it this? With who? Like, I'm just asking questions to be clear on what it is. Sometimes I get an answer with all of those specifics, and sometimes I don't. And so I have to go with what what I'm sensing in that moment. Right. And when when the time calls for it, I yeah. I go for it. Yeah. When I yeah. when my father when my father did that, my father did to me one time. He said, um, he said, Anthony, um, what did he say to me? He said, Anthony, you're he said to me, you're going to, he said, you're going to buy property without money. That's what he came to me and said. You're going to buy property without money. You're going to, you're going to be the kind of person that's going to be running around churches, dancing, shouting. And he gave me this word. I mean, he gave me this word. I mean, he, he laid it out. And, you know, he said, you're going to do this, this, and that, and this, and this, and this, and that, and this, and that. He said, um, you're going to be preaching here and preaching there and going all about. And then it, that was one Sunday. Now, I recall it. The next Sunday, he say, say what I say. Do what I do. And don't you move until I move. One Sunday, he was telling me, go for it. I mean, almost give me the green light. Another Sunday, he was like, boy, you don't stop. It felt like he was saying, pause. Be still. Don't move at all. Keep, keep, just, just stay, just, just, just. You know what I'm saying? All the excitement that you think you have, you don't. All this word I gave you, I gave it to you last week, but I'm giving you another word or a different word or a different, you know what I'm saying? I'm giving you, I'm, I'm giving you a different approach to the word this week. And I looked at him and said, you know what, last week you told me I was going to be this, I was going to do this, I was going to do this, mm-hmm. I was going to do that. You were telling me to do this, you were telling me I'm doing good. And this week you come along and saying, don't move unless you move. Right. You know what I'm saying? And he was saying, yes, Anthony, I did say all that last week because you got the green light to move, but never move without me. I said, oh. He said, all that means is wherever you go, I'm not going to stop you, but never leave without wisdom and counsel. Mm. That's what he was telling me. And so sometimes the other one word sort of frees you while the other word, y'all feel like it's locking you down, but Mm -hmm. it's actually securing you. Wow. Because in freedom, you can be so loose that you get lost. Mm-hmm. So when even in freedom, you need some instructions. Yeah. And so that's why this, when my father told me that, I understood the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, and how one was not in conflict with the other, and how the other didn't mean that the one he said the previous week was of no effect. Mm. So now I got it. So now when God say move, then when he say be still, I understand what he's saying. To God be glory. Because sometimes when God says be still, it's everything else is moving around me that's going to help me to move. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I move too fast. Right. And sometimes you speak too much. Even in um, the Lord gave me a word about being silent um, in the faith series. Uh, mm-hmm. We didn't get a chance to go into it, but in the faith series, um, I says the faith got two languages. 
one of the languages of faith is silence. Mm-hmm. And the other language is pray, praise, mm-hmm. which seems to be two opposites. And I know you can praise God in your heart, but to praise is a personal raise. Mm-hmm. It's to get it out. Praise, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Praise is supposed to be expression. Okay, good. So praise is out. Silence is nothing. Mm-hmm. But silence is a faith language. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, okay. but I spoke the silent, but I gave the silent um, portion of this. And I taught it in the sense of knowing your company. Because sometimes you can speak. And when you speak, I said it yesterday. People give you another version of your vision before your vision becomes solid. So you don't quite, and that's why you got to be silent. You ain't silent because you got haters around you. Let's get that. I never, I never preached that. You ain't silent because, you know what I'm saying? You know, people don't, people going to steal your word. Mm-hmm. I never preached that either. I said you are silent because your environment is so they, 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 it's almost like a level of immaturity or impulsivity. We just got finished saying it. That you haven't even really, you don't have, you don't have the entire weight or breadth or meaning or understanding mm-hmm. of what the Lord placed in your spirit. Right. And all of a sudden, guess what I'm thinking about doing? Yeah. And somebody come right, it happens to me all the time. You know what you ought to do, Pastor? I said, wait, 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 right. wait, wait. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, I get it. I get it. Be quiet. Be quiet. Let this unfold. Allow it to organically grow, even if it has to grow in vision form. Hmm. Because somebody else, y'all hear what I'm teaching y'all, will put another version on your vision. And now they plant in your head something God didn't plant in your spirit. And now that pure vision that God has given you is now becoming contaminated. Okay. Because somebody if else. If you allow it, right? Oh, my goodness. They put, they, well, you can't unhear and you can't unsee anything. Yeah, but if you know what the. But what here's the, were, so here's the deal. Here's okay. the deal with this. The deal is not that you have to accept them. The deal was that you heard them and did they, and then what they said, did that sort of halt you? Did that stop you a little bit? Did they make you think or reason? Or like, yeah, no. Did that give you that sense of. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Okay. Did that did that do that in your spirit? Mm-hmm. Did that cause you to sort of temporarily stop? Yeah, I understand. You really didn't stop, but you paused. Mm-hmm. You said, mm. But that, but God is time sensitive. Yeah, and sometimes those pauses are like three months. Mm. Or sometimes you say God say something, and everybody like, Nah, I don't think so. Uh-huh. And you're like, You know what? I'll do it somewhere else. When God said no, it's for this place. Right. But guess what? You talk too soon. Right. So somebody put another version on your vision. And now you got the now you are now um, pushing the vision with you know what I'm saying with opposition. So you think or you speak, and then what kind of attitude do you then uh, present your vision with? Yeah, you know, right? It's true. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. when I when I speak, I guess prematurely, and I I'm expecting someone to be like, yeah, that's a good idea, right. and they don't really. They like, no, you shouldn't do that. I'm, yeah. it, it does. I'm like, a, it, I mean, even though it doesn't necessarily stop me, right. it does. I yeah. do question it a little bit like yeah. I mean yeah, I'm going for it but it's just still it, it puts it, it in you does, it does it does so you know I'm the I, I, I am the I am so when somebody give me something I am the opposite and uh, I will oppose what you're saying and go for what you're saying at the same time yeah I will oppose anybody come with me a vision I'm going to oppose it and I'm going to go for it at the same time what is my opposition my opposition is 
Are you serious? So I'm going to say, do you think this is going to work? Do you know you don't have anything? You know you've never done this before? Do you go through all those things? I'm, I'm planting all those things in your yes, spirit. You do. Yes, I do. Have you thought about it? Have you prayed about it? Did you get some counsel about it? I go through all those things because I want to see how sincere you are about it. And um, is it something you ate last night? <laughs> I know I'm serious because I get a lot of that. People don't know how much of that I get. Mm-hmm. I get a lot of it. And then once that's over, you know what? I'm on to something else. Yeah. So before you, before you, before you, you know what I'm saying? Knock at my door. That's the door of support. Before y'all knock on my door, I make sure y'all pray about it first. Mm-hmm. And if not, come at me with some with with a little humility. I was just thinking about something. The Lord laid something in my spirit. I just want to hear your thoughts on it. That's all I want. I'm not saying I'm going to do it. I'm not saying I'm not going to do it. But I would love to hear your thoughts on it. And Pastor, I know you're going to give me both sides. Let me have it. That's that's the mature. <laughs> I know you ain't gonna just you're not gonna shoot no bubblegum at me. You're not gonna chew the fat with me. You're gonna really you're gonna really tell me if this is going to work or do you think it's gonna work? And why? Why it's not? They're looking for the seal of approval. They all people looking for is the let's go. And let's do it. We. We got it. Let's go. Hey, Pastor. I would like to. Good. Have you thought about it? Have you prayed about it? Have you done this before? My main question a lot is. Of responsibility. It is a lot of responsibility. You know my main <laughs> question. You know my main question would be honestly would be. What? Do you care about the people you're doing it for? That's, all, that's usually my main question. And have you done it? Mm. That's all. Usually the main question. Like you know what I'm saying. Like you know, Pastor, I want to go feed the hungry. Why? Did you. You, do you care about the hungry folk? Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to just get involved right. with just because you just found a scripture that, oh man, you know what my problem is? I'm walking past all those hungry people. You don't know how many of my fed. You know what I'm saying? Pastor, you know God's, you know what God's saying we should all do? I said, what? When did he say it? Why did he say it? Is that for you or for us? Right, yeah. I mean, these are the questions yeah. you have to ask people now. Mm-hmm. And then when they be like, oh, yeah, I haven't thought about it. Well, think about that. Go pray about it and come back to me. And then let's let's see what we can put a, put a plan of action together. To God be the glory. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, I want you to be successful. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and that voice of reason is necessary. Oh, man. Yes. Approval. It's approval. It's a stamp of approval. Okay. So if people want to be approved, the, the, the mark of being approved from great people, mm-hmm. the mark of being approved is being denied. Mm. That's always the mark of, uh, that's always the mark of your validity. Everybody listening to me right now. Because when, when you want to validate who you are and where you stand and what you stand for, you don't look for acceptance. You look for denial. You denial is always when it comes down to things spiritual, because things spiritual is all. When things happen in the realm of the spirit, it is happening before the natural. Now the natural is which we see. The Bible says first natural, then every spiritual. Mm-hmm. Speaking in the sense of where we are, but if anything that happens in the realm of the spirit, things happen in the realm of the spirit. 
And then it manifests in the natural. When you're giving something in the realm of the spirit that we are no longer, or we are not doing at this present time, it looks foreign. So the denial is what you should look for. We're looking for the acceptance, and we look for the approval. But the verification that God is on your life about the things you want to do in the realm of the spirit and you want to manifest those things here on the earth in this day, in this realm, is denial. Mm. We don't like to be denied. So we always go where we are accepted. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, mark of, the mark to verify what you have is real, right, proactive, innovative, creative, is denial. Mm. Um there was a um if yeah, I know it's tough for everybody. It's but, good. Just uh, wish we heard it sooner. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let me let me. Um, what's that movie called? Um, that Compton movie with with Easy and all them. Um, um, back to Compton. It was it called Back to Compton. Compton? Um, um, straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. So straight out of Compton. So it's the part of Straight Out of Compton when they had a producer, and I mean I don't know if y'all remember this. They pro- they 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 um they so they was coming up with gangster rap. And the producer like, nah, it's the MC Hammer thing going on. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. MC Hammer, you know. And they came out. They come up with gangster rap. And so their producer heard their new music when they first came up with one of their first songs. And the producer said, nah, it ain't gonna work. All of them got excited. The whole team got excited. And why did they get excited? Because they said, if he say it's bad, we know it's good. Because he don't know what's going on today. So it was his denial because of where he was. But you got to be sure of where you are. So when everybody said it ain't going to work, everybody deny it, you know you're at the best place. Wow. Like, wow, God, this is good. Now, your attitude, then this is the mature teaching. This is the faith teaching. Now, this is what I'm teaching y'all right now. This is, this is you know, act as if. Mm-hmm. This is in the faith teaching. Okay. People, when you introduce something that people have not seen, mm-hmm. they're going to say No. Most people, not everybody, but a lot of them are going to be like, that ain't going to work. No. But you have, va- you have been verified. You have been validated in the middle of denial. Wow. Thank you. Thank you for that. Mm. The only thing you are telling me, this is what you got an honest heart now. only thing you're telling me is God has given me something he hasn't revealed to you. Mm. What happens? How does, how does this get messed up? You then take your energy off of what God gave you and put your energy on the people yeah. that denied you. Yes. Hence, appropriating the word of God in a different way. Yes. And it never works. Yep. It ain't the word of God. It's the way you applied it. Mm. <laughs> wow. So now people are like, that ain't going to work. I often tell them, I tell them, listen, I know, I tell them up front now, I know that you're going to say this is not going to work. I know it. Let's, let's, get, let's start. I got an idea. I know you're going to say no. How? Because I would too. If you brought me this idea, I would tell you to you, no, it's not going to work. 
So I know. So I will humbly say, let's try it. I humbly, I would humbly say, just give me mm. a path forward. I will humbly say, let's just give me an opportunity. I'm not asking you to join me. I'm not asking you to help me. I'm not asking you to support me. Just don't stop me. Right. That's the point. Now your heart is pure. Because you recognize everybody ain't going to go with you. Neither should they. And God didn't give it to them. He gave it to you. Mm. And if you got that kind of mindset, you're not looking for the applause of people. Mm. Yeah. And I understand you're no. Mm-hmm. When you say no and deny, I, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Wow. I would say no too. No's from your loved ones. When people say no, they're your loved ones. That's not about hate. Mm. People say no to you is not going to work. That's about protection. Really? Yes. From the people that love you. Okay. They want to protect you. When I say no, some people are like, no, that ain't going to work. It's protection. No, I want you to go far. But that right there? What, kind, what is the protection? Like from, get, from burning yourself and getting hurt? From, like what is from moving too fast? Uh-huh. Um, feeling like you're not ready? You don't know what you're about to get into or get involved with. You may need more time. Um, you don't know who you have to face in dealing with this. These are the reasons why I would say, you know what, you know what, you, you may want to rethink this. Yeah, It sounds good, but you may want to go back inside of the lab and, you know what I'm saying, you may, you may want to add a couple more chemicals to that. You, you may want to do something else with this because this right here is, if you're not ready, it's going to. You know, mm. and another reason I say no is I don't want if you're doing something. I don't want you to lean on me to help you every time you feel bad. I don't want to be. I, I would love to be your. I would love to be your spiritual leader. I don't want to be your emotional leader. Mm. And I find myself being the emotional leader to people. So when they feel a certain kind of way, I got to come in and balance their emotions. Mm-hmm. That's not who I am, and that's why now y'all see me. Y'all, I'm not saying what I'm doing anymore, but y'all see me. I'm not. I'm not there emotionally. I don't want to be your emotional leader. Mm-hmm. Last night I had a talk to my church by one o'clock in the morning, and the first thing I said was, "The mission cannot be tied to the emotion. The mission God gave you cannot be connected to your emotion." I no longer wants to be, I no longer want to be the emotional leader for my people. Right. I would love to be the spiritual leader for my people. Never was I called to be the emotional leader for my people. And I found myself being the emotional leader. So I find myself fixing the feelings of people when they were when they had to deal with opposition. When they had to deal with like, you know, act like this, it's going to be okay. You know, they don't understand you. Don't have your heart to. I found myself doing those things. I'm saying, no, that, I don't think that's my job. Okay. I don't think that's my if I, You know what I'm saying? I'm the spiritual leader, and that's different. I have to teach you how to handle a denial and how to handle that emotion and to know that emotion is real. You go home and deal with it, but don't dump that on me. Okay. Respectfully. Respectfully. And it when it happens all the time, mm-hmm. every now and then you need somebody. To, you know what, Pastor? It's just uh, I'm having an ugly day. You know I get that, but I mean every other week. Mm. What does that look like? What like, is, what's an example of that? Okay, 
like uh, emotional compared to yeah I, spiritual I, I, okay leadership. spiritual lead, spiritual okay um uh let's let's give some examples and I'm not giving and I'm and I'm uh, we're gonna act like um a Baptist preacher or apostolic preacher or kingdom leader and we're gonna make something up yeah, so we're gonna, make, we're gonna make a story up but um even if you make up a story it still got some truth in it oh yeah yeah okay we're gonna we're gonna be like a parable <laughs> so <laughs> um um. Pastor Fliggins, the Lord told me to, the Lord told me to, the Lord told me to go to Prince George County. You know what I'm saying? And the Lord told me to take three people with me. And the three people I got to take them, take them from your church, take them from the church. I want three people to go with me. I said, okay, here are the three people, Larry, Carrie, and Mo. You know, Larry, Carrie, and Mo. I said, okay, they're three people. Um, And the Lord said, they gonna they gonna move with me and and, and they gonna help me and we gonna go down there. I said, "What you doing in Prince George's County? We gonna save them, you know. We gonna save them. We gonna we, we gonna save PG County." I said, "Okay, good. You go save PG County, and then you go to Larry, you go to Carrie, and you go to Mo. You know what I'm saying? And then Larry say, "What makes you think you're a leader?" And Mo say, "I ain't following you. I wouldn't follow you around the corner." Larry, Carrie. We did we talk with Mo, right? One of them, right? And Mo. Mo was last, right? Mo, I think, yeah. Mo. And Mo says, All right, forget the other two. We're gonna do it. But you're gonna do it, we're gonna do it like this, like that, and like this and like that. And so now you upset because the three people that God told you to take with you, all three of them got a different opinion about what one of them don't even think you're leader, one of them ain't going with you, and the other one said, Yeah, I'm gonna go, but I'm gonna tell you how to move. Uh-huh. And now you are upset with those three. Right. And then you bring that back to me. Like, Pastor, I don't know. I don't know now. <laughs> I said, God told me to get these people. I prayed about it. I know I heard God's voice. I know what I'm doing. You said, yeah. You know, now you're just all mad. And I'm like, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Okay. What do I do about them? I don't know. God told you. What do I say to them next? I says, God told you. You're bringing me your feelings. How you feel about what they said. So now that it helps me to understand, you weren't emotionally strong enough to handle people saying to you, I'm not moving with you. Now I got to come back and say to you, but did God say right now? I got to come back to you and say, did God say it's this season? I got to come back to you and say, are you sure it's those, it's those three? Why? I always ask that. So now I am now trying to massage your feelings so you can sort of stay in the game. Okay. And now you got to say, you know what? God did tell me to go with those three, but you know what? I'm going by myself. <laughs> I just got to go alone now. Yeah, so now all of a sudden, now God changed his mind. Because I got to go anyway because God said it. But God told you, you told me, God told you to take three. And you named all three. Uh-huh. Now all of a sudden, you upset. So now you're going to change the prophecy. Okay. And so now the prophecy changed, and now you going to come up with your own instruction, and I'm going by myself. You know what I'm saying? So that's the emotional. That's the emotionalism in that. That's, like, the, that's emotionalism the emotionalism. Because you, the- you couldn't handle... Them telling you no. Okay. You couldn't handle somebody saying to you, I wouldn't go around the corner with you. 
Okay. You got upset with that. But you asking them that those questions that you are you saying that you you're exposing yourself to their emotionalism, like you're be becoming a part of their emotionalism. Yes. Or those those questions seem like they were pretty concrete. They didn't seem like emotional responses that you asked them. They are, that was, that was a remote. That's that's the only reason you would come to me telling me they told you no. Uh huh. Is because you felt bad about them telling you no. Okay. That's the only reason. Why else would you come to me? Okay. Go for it. Okay. Why? So what would be the what? So what? Go back. So what to should they? God. What should they come and which? So what? You shouldn't how come are to you me. Separating that. You shouldn't come to me at all. Because it goes back to like the whole confessional thing, like how you know how people used to come and well they still do. They come and they submit. Not necessarily, I guess, right. but it's that to a certain extent without the like room where you sit right there in the priestess. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like the same thing. No, it's not. It's a little bit. Because the confession is you confessing your sins. Yeah, but they people kind of. Now this wasn't the <laughs> sin, but people are confessing everything right. else to yeah, you. Yeah. So it's kind of like a form of a confession. So when you came extent. to when you came to me and said that, you didn't know. You didn't know. Obviously not. Okay, so but here's the deal, and I said this yesterday. I said the only thing you need to know was God knows. Uh huh. The believer don't need to know anything else. Right. But God, so God knew they would tell you no when you asked them. Right. So now the question is, go back to God. Why did they say no? Why? What is this about? Not me. So you coming to me to sort of coerce an answer in you, so you can sort of handle how you deal with them. Because nine times out of ten, you gotta see him next Sunday. You got to see him next Wednesday. You got to see him this one. You got to see him again and again and again. And it feels like you have to minister to people who don't trust you. Yeah, definitely. You got to minister to people who don't see that part of you. Uh-huh. But God already knew. Right. They, they didn't see it when he told you. So when they come to you, they want that confirmation. They want to know what to do next. Right? Yes. So, but you obviously shouldn't necessarily get, or wouldn't give them what to do next, but to go to God and let Him give you the yes, response. But, yes, because now I am involved with this thing that God didn't tell me. Okay, so I'm a part so, of your. I'm a now I'm part of this journey. Right. <laughs> like, and you don't want to be. A part oh my of that. God! I don't want to be a part so of that. How do you even create a boundary like that? I mean, I based off of what you said, but I'm saying like, how do you? What do you? How do you? Because I think people almost become uh, again. Yes, yes. Become, you yes. know. You are helping them out. Codependent. Codependent. And, you know, you build a relationship of someone that it, you can talk to, that you can't they can talk to about these things with other people sometimes. So when, you, so when I then answer the question, when I answer those questions, I want to be sure that first I'm giving you principle. Uh-huh. Not emotionalism, principle. Right. Principle number one, principle I'm giving you, and I already, I already said it the first time. Uh-huh. God already knew they would say no when you said, let's go. Right. My, my, my rebuttal, my response is, you know I preach this a couple of, every time I, uh, people go through something, nine times a ten, I preached it somewhere in the middle of it. Uh-huh. And then when it come back to me, I got to remind them of the message that came forth. And they're like, oh, you did just say that. That's not my job to remind you. It's the job of the Holy Spirit to remind you. Mm-hmm. He brings all things to your remembrance. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in the middle of that, somewhere in the middle of that, 
you came to me to give you something that can help you in this situation. Okay. But the emotionalism is what got you, not the not, not anything else, not how to deal with it, not to say if you were okay with it, you wouldn't come to me. Okay, so you saying uh, go to God, you know, talk to Him about it is base is the spiritual response my instead spir- of getting sucked into the emotionalism. My spirit, of- so my spiritual response would be, you do know, I give you a word. Of course, you do. You do know God told Moses to tell Pharaoh let the people go. You know what I'm saying? And then and then on the other's hand, he told, you know, Pharaoh, no. Yeah. God's hand working both ways. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I gave that word. So nine times out of ten, I will give you that word again. But you have, but I cannot, but what I cannot do is to help you to emotionally handle. Because it's one thing to say it and hear it and amen. It's another thing to experience it. Uh-huh. Because you got to now deal with the feeling that's attached to it. Okay. It's one thing that well, people ain't going. People ain't going to say yeah. People, that's right, Pastor. That's whoa. Some people are going to deny you and walk away from you. That's right. You know, Amen. You know, Hallelujah. And then when they actually do it, it's like, oh, oh yeah. this don't feel good. Oh no, this don't feel good. This don't actually feel good. Uh-huh. Let me call Rev. Yeah. Yeah. No. And you're saying no. <laughs> like No, it's not supposed to feel good. How do you create Because it's not that? supposed to feel good. Okay, so how do you create that boundary? How I, Well, I tell the people now, now that I'm starting to tell people, who gave you that word? Because I didn't. Then that's the one you have to go back to. Okay. Because maybe that response was to let you know how the people really see you. Maybe it's God. Maybe God is showing you, by virtue of giving you an instruction, that you may need to be a little more understanding. And then be honest. I always ask the honest question: Would you go with them? Would you follow somebody who just say, "I want to go here and do this"? And you were like, "No, I wouldn't follow them." I said, so why do you, why 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 do you think they got to follow you? Mm-hmm. Because some of the people right now that you want to follow you, you would not follow them. Let's it's just supposed be to be if I, it's, It has to be like that. Like, if I want you to follow me, and this is this is what it is, like, this is what? boom, 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 boom. But that's a, when, when, you you, say, when you say something. So I, the people I, that follow you, you would follow? What? You would? I would. If, if somebody said. Fo- all the people that follow, follow me, you, yes. you would follow them. No. That's what I'm saying. But listen to what I'm saying. Okay. I understand that. Okay. I understand that. So I understand. So my emotion is not tied to this. So when somebody say to me, no. Oh, you're saying people would. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So people say to me, no. I say, I understand. Why? Because of A, B, C, D, E. And I wouldn't do it. So I get it. Okay. I get it. I put myself, I put I put myself in that place. What would you do if you were them? And I said it the other day, yesterday, in fact, all these things happened yesterday. I was, I was teaching yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was saying the other day, yesterday, you're telling you telling me to come to PG County. We just use as an example. You do, do you know how many things I have to break my schedule? Mm-hmm. I'm not waiting on you to move. Yeah. So no, I'm not following you. Mm-mm. My life is full. Oh, no, I'm good. 
I'm good. Mm. Pastor, I want to do A, B, and C. Go do it. Go do it. Wow. Okay. My life is full. Yeah. I, I I don't, you know, ask me what I'm going to do. I, I'm, I'm Ask me what I'm going to do tomorrow. It's it's done. Thursday, Friday. What are you doing Saturday? I'm busy. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? I'm busy. Even if I'm asleep, I'm busy. Oh, yeah. I'm busy because I'm resting. So I can so I can keep going. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? So now you have to be strategic. You have to say, okay, God, I understand it. The people that this is how you're praying. This is the faith part I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So okay, God, I'm I I am called to do this. You're leading me here. You ask me to do this. Instead of just going to him saying, I'm gonna do this, you ask the Lord the question. And this is how I'm teaching, this is how I'm advising. Lord, how do I ask them? Wait a minute. When do I come to him? When do I go to him? These are the these are the faith questions here that we just miss. We just lit, you know what I'm saying? So you then you because yeah. it could have been it could be you just got him on a bad day. And that's a real thing. That's a real thing. You just got them on a bad day. A day they didn't feel like being bothered. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. It could be the answer could be many, but because you are all in your feelings. Yeah. Instead of saying, okay, God, you told me. I did what you asked me to do. What's next? To God be the glory. Mm -hmm. And then wait for the answer. Yeah. I am not the emotional leader of my people. I am the spiritual leader of my people. And if my people would learn the words and the principles of life, they would become emotionally stable enough to follow a spiritual word. Because even though it's spiritual, the emotions comes with it. Some people are not even mentally ready. And can they keep on going? Some people got a word and an instruction, but they're not physically ready. Mm. Mm. God said, right. God told me to write a book. You don't have enough discipline to sit down. I mean, as soon as you sit down, you know, you back up again. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's real. So what do we, so what do we, so what do we, so what do we fall into? The only thing you can fall into, and it's what we preach every Sunday. Haters. <laughs> And the hater message come out. That's all it is now. You you, you have nowhere else to go. Bad preaching, it, it, it just, you have nowhere else to go. So the first thing you go to is they hating on me. They jealous of me. That's the that's, that's like the go-to, and yes. especially in the black church. Yeah. I guarantee you cannot go to a church on a Sunday and not hear somebody about hating. Haters going to, haters going to, like, come on, man. Somebody, everybody, everybody's not hating. No. Because I disagree with you doesn't mean I'm a hater. Yeah, that's true. I'm not hating on you. I don't hate you. I want you to make it. I just don't think this is going to work. <laughs> I want you to make it. I'm just not sure about this plan. And it doesn't mean that God didn't give it to you. Yeah. It means he didn't reveal it to me. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? Watch, because I am called to do that. Yeah. Mm. 
That's good. And then some people get another Larry Carrie Moe in the church and put that Larry Carrie Moe against this Larry Carrie Moe. Mm-hmm. Now you got a little church war. Mm-hmm. Y'all only got like yeah. 42 members. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's, then you know it's one side against the other. I declare war. I declare That's war. Good. And so, yes. So that that being said, that being said, how do we... So now, I guess the only answer is now is how do we become spiritually balanced? Well, emotionally balanced. How do we become emotionally balanced? How do we strengthen the emotion when God gives us something spiritual? How do how how do we become emotionally strong? Okay. Mentally strong. How? What do I do? And I think that has to be taught because. When you are so emotional that every time somebody disagrees with you, you fall apart. As an adult, as an adult, Mm -hmm. you have to do some self-inventory. First thing I say, first thing I, you know, when I emotionalism like that, first, first thing, my first, my first line of action, my first point, number one, I'm and I'm a naturalist. Are you the only child? Were you spoiled? Are you the baby? Did you always get things your way? Did you ever I'm have? Like, did, right, did you ever have? Did <laughs> you? Did you ever have to share your Timberlands? Did you ever have to share your wash rag? Did you ever have to lay in bed next to your brother? When you was feeling bad, did you have that? Did, did you? Were you able to go into your 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 parents' room? Mm. Did y'all sit at the table and eat dinner? Did you ever have to share your butter? Crunch cookies with your best friend in school. Did you ever pack lunch and say, you know what? I'm gonna put in my can you put another juicy juice in here for my were you that person? No. For those people, it was always them. They always had it their way. They never had to share. And I said, Oh, God is showing you how to adjust. It ain't about you leading them. It's about you adjusting to the people that have to work with you. God didn't give you that word to, to go save nobody. <laughs> he gave you that word so you would know how to adjust to a community. Because you have never been communal. You have a whole life, you have never been communal. Your whole life, you have never been communal. The oldest scripture in the Bible is not Genesis mm. chapter number one. Genesis chapter number two was written before Genesis chapter number one. Mm. Genesis chapter number one was written a century after Genesis chapter number two. Y'all go do y'all do y'all studies. Genesis, the first, the first book of the Bible. Mm-hmm. All my Bible scholars would, you know, but you know, you know, you know, the revs and them who'd only read the King James Version, they're gonna deny me. I and see, I can respect that. But those who those who study theology and who have been to school and who have some in-depth studying know that the first, the first, that's not even the oldest, by the way. And Genesis is not even the oldest. But the first story, Tia, ain't the story of creation. It's the story of a man who wanted a family. And the man, I say, is the man in the sky. God wanting a family, a garden. Adam and Eve, that's the oldest one. Mm. Then the narrative of creation came after that because Adam and Eve had to come from somewhere. Genesis 2 was written before Genesis 1. All of y'all do y'all 
in-depth research. Go get a Jewish Bible. Go get a Hebrew Bible. Genesis 2. In fact, you and that's what I say. Every that's what I say. When we have these studies, when we have this, we have to get a um, we have to talk to, we have to invite a Hebrew minister. We have to, Tia. We have to find a way to get a Hebrew minister in here. Mm-hmm. At least for two weeks. To at least break down or someone who understands the Hebrew Bible. Yeah. Okay. We got to go research and we got to find them. We got to bring him in. We got to let him sit down and we got to let him, let him teach us. Because they ain't going to listen to me. But they listen to a white man. <laughs> say whatever you want to say about it. I know what I'm talking about. Let him be fair-skinned. Oh, he right. Pastor Flickens was right. Yeah, I was right before that fair-skinned man said something. <laughs> but that fair-skinned man say something. You're like, y'all. <sighs> Watch, they be like, oh, I'm going to get likes and hearts and everything. Mm-hmm. Let him talk. And he say the same thing I'm saying. Let him talk. Me, I get the frowns. <laughs> <laughs> I, get the, I get the angry faces. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand <laughs> I'm just being facetious. I'm, a, I'm, I understand the whole thing. He let let him or her come in here. That's hilarious. I understand our people. Okay, you see me mad and frowning and crying. No, I am literally being sarcastic. I'm having fun. Genesis two was written before Genesis one. Mm. Wow. God started with the community. And all this can be debated over time because these stories are so old. They can be up for debate, of course. Yeah. I mean, you can debate me. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can debate me. Okay. Okay. But let's use a little chronology here. Yeah, let's. Genesis 2 was written for Genesis 1. Hmm. The story started with God wanting a family. So God is communal. So you now you got people right now who've never been communal who want to lead people. Mm-hmm. Always had it your way. Never had to share. Ever. Now you're 32, 41, 48, mm. 29. <laughs> 56. 56. <laughs> Talk to him. And I, oh, you're not listening to me? No, I'm not. You sitting up there and you like. You know, you're a hater. Like, no, I'm not a hater. <laughs> but when so you those kind of people go ahead, how do you counsel those kind of people? Because I am they telling need, them because there's some a little bit of t- they need a little time to process. Yes, that, they right. Did. Like, it's oh not. Oh my god, it's not like an overnight thing. It's like, oh, you're right. Like, it's like you you got to sit with that. Like, wow, that's different. I never had to share, and everybody <laughs> got access. And you want and what and you and you, and then you got the other then on the other side because there's another side to this. You got the person who was the oldest, or who had to take care of the family, or who always had to share, who always was last, who always, you know what, I'm gonna give up my and let them. And they always find you always find them on the backside of something when they should be standing up. You have to minister to them as well. You know, go, like, oh, no, I belong in the background, just I just want to be supportive. But you've been supporting your family all the time. But God says it's time for you to leave. And now you don't know. It's both ways. So now you got the person who never had to share, who always had it their way, who always had the silver spoon in their mouth, who all who don't know what it is to go through anything, who don't know these things. And when they speak, they speak from that place. Mm. So now the Lord is teaching you 
how to deal with a community. So he said, hey, you tell Larry, Carrie, and Mo, get to PG County. I need this. I need, I need this. I need my word pooch down there. And so what does this mean? What does this mean? Wait a minute, Lord. I hold up. Because I got to then say, I have to be honest and say these words. How can I win a county when I can't even convince my three? So, Lord, teach me how to minister to these three so we can together go minister to this county. That's how you apply the word. That's how you move. That's how I advise them. And for some people, they're like, no. (laughs) No, no, no. It is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. And so, yeah, I can't be the emotional leader. But I will be. I will be a spiritual leader for my people. I will. I will. Yeah. And I will teach you the, the, um, I will teach you some methods. And some principles and practices and a pragmatic approach of understanding the purpose for the emotion and why you must be emotionally stable. Yes. To handle all these different processes. People, word, one Sunday this, another Sunday that. One day is this, not. So, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, can we be emotionally stable to handle something like this? And are you mature enough to say, my emotions are everywhere? Mm-hmm. I've always been an emotional person. Right. You can, you are, you get what I'm saying? I've always been an emotional. You got to say, I've always been an emotional person. Be true to yourself. Be yes. true to yourself. Mm. Wow. And then I would tell, and I would tell them some things that I had to overcome. Because I've always been the good son. Do everything right. Make sure I did everything on point. I've always been that person. I was always the person that made sure that I did things to make sure people felt good about me. So even when I would preach the word, I would go through and say, you know what, if I say that, they're not going to like it. So I can't say that, or I'll say it a different way. Now, I would. And I would go through that whole process. So, well, if I say this, they're going to frown. If I say this, they might not do this. Or well, I'm going to make them upset. Or well, I'm going to do this. I'm gonna do I, 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 I used to go through that. So I had to tell them how I overcame that. Mm-hmm. And I did overcome that. And now, you know what I'm saying? It made me a better, more complete man. Yeah. More complete. It's, 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 uh, you know, if more complete was a word. It's amazing. More complete. <laughs> a, a complete person. More complete. I like that. A complete person. Mm. It's amazing because for me as a child or as a young person, I, I didn't have that filter. I, I didn't. You know what I mean? It just. And now. As an adult, I have to make the change or I'm making the change of being more 
you know, mindful of what it is that I'm saying. So it's just amazing how each situation, even though it can be completely different, but it still works for that situation. Mm -hmm. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. So the assignment was to work on you. Mm -hmm. So that was the assignment for. Mm. The the assignment was not about going back to like Carimo, saving nobody in PG County. Not that you're not. The assignment was, you know what I'm saying? And God put you in this position and proper leadership helps you to understand this. Yep. Proper leadership helps you to understand this. Improper leadership makes everybody a hater. Yeah. Everybody jealous. Nobody wants you to win. Mm. Nobody wants you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Pastors do it all the time. They do it all the time. Sometimes they do it to manipulate the people so the people can follow them. Sometimes they do it because they can't, ha- they, they emotional and they can't handle it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes they don't have, uh, um, the pulpit becomes their place of therapy. Yes. So they they up there having a therapy session. They're actually venting on a pulpit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're taking all that. You know what I'm saying? You're taking all that heat. And they just venting on a pulpit. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's 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 a real thing. We real we we just ordinary people. It's a real thing. And we understand it. You know, Pastor need a hug. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Pastor need a pr- We're gonna pray He's for Pastor. Cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll take him out to eat. We're gonna cash app him or her. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you're gonna go and get something. To take a take a take a day off. Take next Sunday yeah. off. Yeah. You know, take the month off. Yeah. You just you just um, break. Yeah, you can break. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's a real thing. And that's where um so I think we and that's where I am. And I think if we understand this, we'll know how to move and wait and pray and sense and feel and not and not and 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 get to a place where we won't be so emotional that we become detrimental or our ministries will become detrimental rather I put it that way our ministries become a detriment to the actual ministry overall mm-hmm. there are a lot of churches right now that should be that should be started that there are a lot of churches right now they title their church to be Emotional Church of God in Christ. Mm. Emotional Baptist. Emotional Apostolic. Yeah. <laughs> emotional Seventh Day. Because they started based on their emotions. Mm. Wow. Upset because the pastor wouldn't let them preach. Yeah. We talked about that in the book. Of yes, oh my yeah. God. Mad because, mad because nobody gave him a chance. Yeah, that's how I would imagine most the name of the time. The, the <laughs> name of your church should be Emotional Baptist. Mm. The name of your church should be Emotional Apostolic. Just, just call it, just call it spade a spade. <laughs> just go ahead, just name it, so we all know. So we all know what to do. So you might get a whole bunch of emotional people over there. And you might need to heal them. <laughs> You might need to do, because there are a lot of churches. I know nobody would ever want to admit this, but man, there are a lot of churches that started because of they were angry at their previous church. Yeah, has to be a healthy amount of that. You know how many women started churches because they mad because they had pastors who let them preach. 
my pastor wouldn't let me preach because he don't believe in women pastors, so mm. I wouldn't start a church. Wow. And prove him wrong. Prove him wrong. And I would think that as a woman, I'm not a woman. I think that as a woman, if I went sat under a pastor that didn't allow women preachers, I would at least take some time to sit under a woman pastor before mm-hmm. I went and started a church. Right. Because I'm starting a church with all that anger on my spirit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know the process and the actual movement and feel and feeling tone and the field of awareness. I talked about that last night too. I don't know how I, I, I don't know how a female leader move about. Yeah. So I would at least take some time. You get what I'm saying? At least at least a year, two, three years. Yeah. And go right to a woman passing like, hey look, God is calling me to lead. I, I come from a church that this I need to see. Yeah. That's the that's the um Elijah, Elisha. Okay. Method. Mm-hmm. It's all in the scripture. There's mm-hmm. it's all in the scripture. I just want to watch. I just want to. Mm-hmm. I want to shadow you. Shadow, yeah. And, it, and, and I want to glean from you. Mm-hmm. That's right. And if I got to glean from the back seat, yeah, that's good advice. Oh man, There's so much to people's stories, their traumas and stuff, cause them to. So you know, you see, that. yeah, you see, but I'm not the emotional leader though. But yeah. I am being spiritual. Yeah. Then this is how I would advise people. Just mm-hmm. give them some wisdom. So if you're a woman pastor or if you're a woman minister and the church you go to right now don't believe in women preachers, don't just up out of anger and open up a church. Go see what it's like to lead, to be stable, and how to handle yourself in the company of men. If you're married, if you're not married. How to be strong and not be bullied. Of course, I'm not a woman, so I'm speaking, I'm just speaking in general, and I'm speaking out of what, what a level of ignorance. How to be stable even when it's your time of the month. How to handle yourself in situations where people feel like they're trying to intimidate me. How to handle the 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 busy of leading other women or rather the business of leading other women just see how it just see what it looks like just sit down and just go sit down and when you see it you observe it and i told you before you become scientific cuz all science do scientists do not replace god they observe the hand of god They're not trying to take away the sun. They observe the sun. Mm-hmm. And they look at it and say, you know, that's not a planet. That's plasma. Mm. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> that's plasma. It's a big ball of plasma. It's the sun. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn to observe. Watch and study. Talk. That's the best way of learning. At least talk enough to get a handle on it. Because you'll never be perfect at what you do. But we all were called to just get a grip on what we're doing. So to everyone who has a ministry, get a grip on it. Just get a grip on it. Um, First John chapter number 1, verse 1. That which is from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled the word of life. 
just get a just get get a grip, y'all. Just get a grip on this thing. So you don't be all emotional. I, I, I didn't want to say it. But get a grip. <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't want to say it now. <laughs> get a grip. Emotional Baptist. <laughs> Church of emotion. You know, people know people always people not God gonna say that. You know what I'm saying? People really <laughs> don't hold back now. I I think don't hold back now. Oh man, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to. You know, I said enough. (laughs) You know, a little sarcasm is good. You can sprinkle the truth with a little sarcasm, but too much, too much, too spicy is to make you tear up. So you can sprinkle the truth (laughs) with a little cause of sarcasm. You know what I'm saying? A little comedy. Yeah. A little smile, you know. Yeah. So to my pastors and all my friends out there, don't be making no <laughs> reels about what I'm saying today because y'all do that too and I'm watching y'all. They make little oh, really? posts. Yeah, I see them. So mm-hmm. some things we'll talk about the next day, they'll make a post about because they took what he was saying out of context. Oh, yeah. And so they make or a they little post. Or they listen to the whole yeah, they piece. Only, or the piece that bothered them the most was the one they talked about. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, hey, y'all see you guys. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying. I'm, yeah. I'm not, you know, this is Pastor Anthony said, we cover everything. Yeah. And even if we got to, you know, I even put myself out there and my flaws and scars. Mm-hmm. And I got a whole bunch of them. And um, I put it out there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. the, the, the thing with lives sometimes is like like people cut in on the end of a whole 15-minute conversation. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? So, sometimes they get that little piece and it's like, well, why would he say that? Or why would she say that? And it's like, it was a whole conversation right there. So sometimes those pieces just get uh, misinterpreted. Right. Oh, that's true. That's so. true. That's true. That's true. That's all I'm saying. So yeah. And so all right, y'all. We I, I got my part out. Anything else there? No. I, I, go ahead. Uh, what are we? Libba. L I B A. This is four. Yeah, we have one, two, three weeks, right? Three weeks. Three weeks. Maybe four. The 29th. 29th. It's about four weeks, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, good. Four weeks is more than enough time for y'all to come on out and join Libba Love Investors Benefit Association. This is our second year. Year number two, Love Investors Benefit Association. We are doing this. We are celebrating my mother. That's yeah. right, my mother. Charity starts at home. We are celebrating her. Um, over 30-something years in business, um, 15 years serving the community. It's been a whole lot. And she has a back-to-school event where she, I mean, it, it, it's one of the biggest in the city. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We, we shut down. We shut down the entire Mulberry Street sometimes. You know, it, yeah. it, it's huge. We've been doing it. I remember starting it, and it was small, but it has grown, and it is a blessing. And we are blessed to be a blessing. So we're going to uh, honor my mother, um, Ida Mae Fliggins. Uh, her maiden name is Byers. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ida Mae Fliggins. And um, her, her name is Ida Mae. My, my mother's name is Ida Mae. Her mother's name is Ida Mae. My grandmother on my father's side got Ida in her name. Wow. Yeah, my father's mother got an Ida. So you got, got Ida's on both sides. Yeah. And I got an aunt on my father's side named Ida. She's really? my oldest aunt on my father's side mm-hmm. named Ida. So we got some Ida's on both sides. Yeah. You know Ida. what I'm saying? Ida. Yep. And so, um, yeah, that's that's, old, that's an old name. You know, but them old names are coming back. 
I see. Yeah, I see them old names come back, and they they put in a hyphenage with something else that. Yeah. 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 Oh man, yeah. I mean, I'm watching yeah, them. So yeah, yeah. very creative, they're very coming, creative. They're coming. They're coming back. They're here. So yeah, yeah, they're here. How about <laughs> it? So December the 29th this year, December the 29th, my pastors, my friends, um, I am inviting you, Love Investors Benefit Association, uh, come and be a part of it. We'll be at Morgan View, um, seven to ten. Um, tickets are available. You go online and you can purchase as well. But tickets are available. Yes. Fifty dollars. We're gonna yes. it's a good time. My brother and my brother in law yes. will be the host that yes. day. It's yes. they're gonna be the yes. MCs. Yes. yes. So it's I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know how it is. I don't know what's gonna be said. Um I know it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. I know I'm gonna laugh. And uh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna dance. You know, it's might cry a little a bit, time. but I, I, I am I am excited about this. Yes. So let's come be a part of this Love Investors Benefit Association. Yes. Got a lot going on, y'all. Yes. Uh, there's a lot going on, and I'm just getting started. But Amen. I thank you. May God bless you for those who have been a part of who has been given. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, you. And thank you thank again. Thank you so much. Let's keep moving. Thank y'all. Beautiful. That's that. Alrighty. We on our faith series, Tim. You gonna hit the button, no, 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 Tim. We on our faith series. We gonna be on this for a couple of months. Yes. Um, act as if. Yes. Yes. Act as if everybody. Um, and this uh, is uh, not faith as you as you. It's not faith as, as you usual. It. No, it's not faith as you know it. You know, I told no, no, a no, few no. people about it. You told, like, oh yeah, faith. You know. Yeah. No no, like, no, 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 no. It's not that. It's, it's not that. <laughs> now. It's not that. It is not that you know. No, no, no. It's not that I believe God for a house. It's no. not that one. I believe Mm-mm. for a man in a mansion. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. We see. not. No, no, we God. not. It's not that one. <laughs> no, it ain't that. it's not that. Mm-mm. It's not that. But it's good. <laughs> it's going to be good. I believe it's. I believe it's going to be effective. Excellent. I believe we're going to get something out of it. Yes. I believe the believer going to grow and to grow and strengthen the believer in faith. Yes. And so that's where we are right now. So let's just come. Let's be a part of Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Uh, Make sure you listen to it on and watch it on Court Vision. Court Vision. Facebook and Court YouTube. Yes. Court Vision. Yes. To give an yes. example. To give an example. I told him God made us with faith. Uh-huh. You can't see it. He made you with the breath, and you can't see your breath. So you automatically, in in nature, by nature, mm-hmm. you are living by faith. Yes. You are living by something that you cannot see. Yes. So please don't tell me you don't believe. Can yes. I get a witness yes. in the things you don't see? Yes. Because you cannot see that oxygen and carbon dioxide no. that come out of your you mouth. You cannot see the you blood flow through you your veins either. No, you can't. So therefore, you know what there got to be. Yes. A level of faith that's associated with all of us. Beautiful. We making that adjustment. We help you to understand what it is so we can live oh, by it yeah. and then we can go ahead and grow. So that's where yeah. we are. To God be glory. It's going to be good. Oh, it man. is already good. Yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, is yeah. week two. Three, four. I feel like we was in it for four, three or four weeks now. Two. This ain't week two. <laughs> two. Mm-mm. Next week is week three. So this was two. <laughs> I feel like it was like four of them already. Mm. Are you sure? Yeah, because I know my outfits. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh man. This is week three then. <laughs> week three coming up. <laughs> it's good, y'all. Don't don't miss it. Listen. Oh, this has been your spiritual podcast station. Listen, we are locked and loaded. And Pastor Anthony said, make sure that you download this episode. It's available on Apple and Spotify. Every Tuesday there's a new episode available. We are your spiritual podcast station and we just brought you the uncut, unblocked, and unscripted. We're the only place in the podcast universe. Giving you a balanced approach and a look at the other side. Everything from A to Z. We love you and thank you for loving us.